Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hey, 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 happy Monday, ladies. This is Bree with the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Thank you so much for coming back and listening to another episode with moi. Um, the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast is our space to be unapologetic about self-care, self-love, and healing. So girl, kindly leave your guilt about taking time for yourself at the door when you listen to any of these episodes, okay? Now, I want to say that this episode is sponsored by the Sugar Shack Collection, which is an amazing handcrafted bath and body essential line. If you haven't had the chance to take me up on that offer that I left last week um, on the podcast, let me tell you about it again, because if you haven't, I promise you, you are missing out. And these are only available for a limited time. So number one, If you just want to kind of dip your toe into trying the Sugar Shack Collection products, which again, I can tell you that they're absolutely amazing because I've tried them. I've purchased them before. Um, You can go to their website. I'll put the link in the profile and you can get a free F-R-E-E. I can't say that enough. Free bundle. It's called the Fresh Start Bundle and it's a mini bundle. And you're going to get some amazing stuff, okay? You're going to get two, not one, two travel bar soaps, one bath bomb, and one travel-sized body butter bomb. All you have to do is pay for shipping. Like, seriously, this is like a no-brainer. And they're doing this because their fall collection just dropped, and she has released some exclusive fragrances over there, which I know you're going to love. So, um, again, free mini Fresh Start Bundle. All you do is pay for shipping. You get two travel bar soaps, one bath bomb, one travel size body butter bomb. Enter code Brown Girl. That's all one word when you're on the site. Or if you want to just go ahead and start buying your Christmas stuff now and putting it all in the cart, you can get 20% off if you put in code BG20. Okay. Again, be like brown, G like girl, 20 will get you 20% off your entire order. Again, those two codes don't last forever. If you are looking for an amazing bath and body line, I promise you, this is one you definitely want to check out. So once you're done with this episode, head over and give that a try. I'll put the information in the show notes today. So, all right, now. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode, okay? Because I feel like this is something that keeps coming up, Ah, just keeps coming up over and over and over and over. Um, That was like my Austin Power voice, so I don't know. Were you feeling that? (laughs) Um, 
but yeah, like over and over, like seriously. So over apologizing, like, why do we do it? Why do we do it? Why? So recently, and I, I've done this many a time, but you know, this happened just recently, like in the last few days I was doing, I was on like Marco Polo with a girlfriend. Hey, Danny. And if you're not familiar with Marco Polo, it's kind of like FaceTime, but it's not, Oh, I guess it is kind of live, but it's like, you can't talk to each other at the same time. Like you can on FaceTime so you can see each other and you like leaving little videos, you know? So then like you'll leave a video for me, for example, and I can see your face and you're talking kind of like FaceTime. And, um, then you stop talking and then I can record a video for you. And so Danny and I do this a few times a week just to kind of check in, make sure we're good. You know, everything's great. How you doing, girl? How you doing? We do all that. Um, but she had to put me in my place like a few days ago because I just kept apologizing for everything. Like literally, like if I put my face in the camera and it was like taking up the whole screen and I realized it, I'd be like, oh girl, I'm so sorry. My whole face is in the frame of the video or if I was like talking on and on and on because I do ramble, okay? I like to talk, I do. Um, I'd be like, oh girl, I'm so sorry. I'm just talking so much. <laughs> and she's like, at one point she's like, girl, can you stop apologizing for everything? Like seriously, like I used to, I've gotten better, but it's like I could literally apologize my my way through an entire day if I allowed myself to do so, like apologizing for the simplest things that you shouldn't even be apologizing for. It was like, it's kind of like you're apologizing for even existing, if that makes any sense. And I know that some of you are nodding your head right now. I can't see you, but I'll bet that you are because if you're anything like me or even close to being like me, sometimes we apologize as like, like we're offering up a payment or, or, or I don't want to say sacrifice because that sounds really morbid, but we're offering up ourselves. We're limiting our greatness because we're apologizing for being in spaces or being who we are or showing up as ourselves. Like it's like, that's a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? If you're goofy, like I am, then you're goofy. If you're quirky, then you're quirky. If you're smart, then you're smart. If you're silly, then you're silly. If you're serious, then you're serious. You know what I'm saying? I just want us to stop apologizing for everything. Like, seriously. I know my voice got really low, but I'm serious. Like, I want us to stop apologizing for existing because I feel like that's what we do. Now, I don't know about you, but I know this goes way back for me. Like, way back for me. Um, I remember I, I was just like always apologizing, you know, and I know that was a lot, a lot of it had to do with just how I was raised for good or for bad things happen, you know, in your childhood and you just pick up on those cues either because you're told that's what you're supposed to do, or you feel a certain way, regardless if your parents intended it or not, this is not a parenting bashing episode. So regardless of how your parents intended you know, things we picked up on certain cues that made it feel like we needed to apologize for everything. Right. And that's just not how I want to live as a woman in her forties. I want to get off the apology train. I don't know about you, 
but I certainly do. And when my friend Danny said, chick, can you stop apologizing? It was like a wake up call because this isn't the first time I've had someone say, Hey, why are you apologizing so much? It's like, it's just a weird habit. You know, we have habits, some great, some not so great, right? If you sit down at your table and write a list of 20, 30 habits, you're going to have some great stuff in your great pile. And you're going to have some, mm, I should probably work on that. You know what I'm saying? In the, on the, in the other pile. And for me in my other pile is apologizing for everything. Like I used to be the chick that would, for example, I don't know, going like you're in the grocery store and you're about to reach for the rice-a-roni. Do we, do we even still eat rice-a-roni? <laughs> I'm not even sure why I said that, but you like reach for the rice-a-roni, but someone else is reaching for it at the exact same time, right? Like literally, or even, or you actually reach for it like two seconds before the other person reached for the rice-a-roni, right? So you already had that intent. Like there were no other hands in the space. (laughs) Your hand was almost to the box, but then this other hand comes and, you know, tries to grab the rice-a-roni. Like I would be like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. Like there's a difference between having manners, which I think that we all were adults. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure we all have manners. Obviously we're not heathens or anything. Um, But there's a difference between manners and just like being a, uh, like a doormat. Like there's a difference between having manners as a civilized human being and offering yourself up by way of apology for every single thing that happens by your fault, not by your fault, just based on circumstance, um, like apologizing for like, if you're in a meeting and you want to and you want to speak up and you like say, Oh, I'm sorry, but I just wanted to say, what the hell? Like, why do we do that? Like, how would someone even want to take what you have to say seriously after you've like raised your hand in the meeting and said, Oh, I'm sorry, but I just wanted to say X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? Would you take that person seriously? I wouldn't, but that was something that I would do. Or I'm trying to think of other examples. Like, if someone's mad at you, right? And let's say they have no reason to be mad at you, okay? Like, like let's just pretend it's totally on them, but you don't want them to be mad at you because you feel guilty or you just don't like when people are mad at you, right? You don't like it. It makes you, you're sitting in this uncomfortable spot. You're sitting with this uncomfortable feeling of, Oh my gosh, someone is mad at me. Someone doesn't like me. You go back to kind of like being a kid when your parents are mad at you. At least that's how it feels for me. You know what I'm saying? So this person's mad at you. Let's pretend that it was through no fault of yours at all. But for some reason to make things right, we want to instantly apologize to make things, you know, right. So you go in there and you're like, oh, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? You need half the time you don't even know what the heck you're apologizing for, but you always just want to offer yourself up so that people aren't mad at you, so that you can be heard. You want to make sure that it's okay to be yourself in the world. Men don't apologize like this. 
I want you to sit back and tell and, and think about the last time you heard a man apologize, like for real. When is the last time you heard a man apologize in your world, at work, at home, wherever? I'm going to sit here and think about that for a second. And I am. And I can't. I think the last time I heard an apology was probably back in like maybe 2016, 2017. I'm not even exaggerating. I'm being so serious. I am being so serious. I cannot tell you. Or how about this? I would say that a, a man would probably apologize one time to a woman's every maybe 15 apologies. Like men do not apologize. Like that is like on a regular basis. Like they're not offering themselves up in these spaces. They are just boldly in these spaces, doing their thing, being their, their selves, living their best lives, you know, and they're not apologizing for it. But that's because we weren't raised that way. We were raised to be seen and not heard. We were, be, we were raised to, to be the provider and the nurturer and the this and the that. And I just think that at some point, you've got to really take a look at yourself, take a look at how you're living your life and see if the person that you are right now is the person you want to be a year from now, five years from now, 20 years from now. Like I had to sit down and get real with myself. Again, I'm in my forties. So, you know, you know, in your twenties, you're figuring yourself out, woo woo, you know, and in your thirties, you're more grounded. You have a much better, well, I'm assuming you have a much better sense of self in your forties at this point, in your forties, you should have it together. As far as you know who you are, you're okay with yourself. You love yourself. You're going to do you, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you don't make mistakes, but once you hit a certain age, cause it's not like time is just this infinite resource. That's how I look at it. Like I have to look at the things that I do, look at the things I say, look at the person I am or the person I'm becoming and say, do you want to be this version of yourself a year from now? Not that I'm a bad version of myself, but the habits that I have that do not serve me or make me a better person, I don't want to do that. I don't want to, it just, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that person that's always apologizing for everything. That That's like a downer. You know what I'm saying? I can imagine if someone, because I don't like when people do it to me when they over apologize to me. You know what I'm saying? So I can only imagine how it feels. I don't like it. And I don't want to be that girl. I don't want to be that person. I want to be the confident queen that I know that I am. And a queen, I'm sure she apologizes when it makes sense, but she's not bending over backwards and apologizing because it rained today or because, you know, your kid left their lunch on the counter or I don't know, you forgot the milk at the store. And so now you're bending and scraping and doing all this nonsense for just simple everyday occurrences. Like, no girl, stop. Just stop. Okay. Seriously. Like stop. The one thing I'm going to tell you one thing that I have done or one thing that I do 
and my and kind of my thought process behind all this. Hopefully this makes sense. Um, see, I was kind of like apologizing right there. Did you catch that? To me, that's like, hmm, like I'm letting you know in advance, hey, this might, you know, this might kind of suck. So I'm sorry. Hopefully you see, that's what I'm talking about. Like, no, 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 like, no. So my thought process or like how I try to work through this is I ask myself, like, I'll take a step back and I'll ask myself, is this something that you would send someone flowers for? And I, or 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 send someone like a card, you know what I'm saying? Or just think of a gift you give someone if you want to apologize. It could be flowers, it could be candy, it could be a card that you've written by hand. It could be, I don't know, a gift card, whatever. The the gift is not the point, okay? The point is when you're really apologetic about something like you know you messed up, you screwed up. Okay. You made a mistake and you want to apologize, but you want to give like a real sincere apology apology. So maybe you do something extra special for the person you want to apologize to. That to me is when we should be apologizing, like giving heartfelt apologies. Like if you would give a gift to someone to apologize and of, of course say I'm sorry and have the conversation. Those are the kind of things you should be, excuse me, apologizing for. If you would not give someone a gift, who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle, I smooth in a little of the Waze Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. 
Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T H E O U A I dot com and enter promo code self care for 15% off any product. That's T H E O U A I dot com, promo code self care. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black Girl Peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like uh, tackling my to-do list or even braving this crazy LA traffic. If you know, you know. So something that helps me tap in is Recess Mood. It's a delicious sparkling water made to enhance your relaxation time and mood without any alcohol involved. So what you will get instead is real fruit, mood lifting magnesium, and stress balancing adaptogens. And again, no alcohol plus no added sugar. So I've tried all the flavors and I really, really like strawberry rose. It's like um, a little burst of peace in the middle of chaos because again, for real, navigating this Cali traffic is insane. Now, recess mood is not only my go-to for staying balanced while on the go, but it's also good for chilling at home too. It's like having a little slice of relaxation right in the palm of your hand. So next time you need a little pick-me-up without the alcohol, without the hangover, give recess mood a shot. It's been a fantastic addition to my routine. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. If it does not warrant a handwritten apology, okay, or something along those lines, don't apologize for it. Don't apologize for it. Like, I know that I'm yelling and my voice is very heated, <laughs> but don't apologize for it. Seriously. Because everything doesn't warrant an apology. So in those cases, like when I have had to, like, you know, your mind, it, it, you, it may sound nuts, but your mind is capable. If you train yourself to do so to pause, because sometimes we're just so quick mm, offer up that apology. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you know what I'm saying? We're just very quick to do that. So you have to be able to train your mind to just take a second to pause. Like it's a, it's an effort that I have to take because my automatic go-to is, I'm sorry. I Oh, I'm so sorry. You know what I'm saying? That's like my automatic go-to. So I have to physically pause, like, pause and you're going to have to figure out how you're able to do that. But I pause and I take a second to think, you know, should I be apologizing? Is this something that warrants a gift or, or whatever? Most times, no, especially when it's in a public situation where you bump into someone or they bump into you. Like when people bump into you and you're saying, I'm sorry, like, what is that? Why do I, why do I do that? Do you do that? Why? Why do I keep over apologizing, offering myself up? So take a second and pause. If it is not something that you should be apologizing for, um, or it's not like a big deal, like for example, if you are late to a party, for example, okay, you're a few minutes late. Instead of going in and just over apologizing, oh my God, I'm so sorry, oh my God, oh my God. No, say thank you. 
Just walk up to the host and say, gosh, girl, thank you so much for waiting. Thank you so much for being so patient. Or if you are in customer service and you have to, you have to place a customer on hold for a minute. Obviously you tell the customer, I'm going to place you on a brief hold if that's okay. And they say yes. And you do whatever it is you need to do. Type in your notes or go talk to your manager really quickly. When you get on the phone, you don't need to say, oh, I'm so sorry for taking so long, but I had to run up the stairs and oh my God, I'm so sorry and blah, blah, blah. No, just take a second and just say, thank you for being so patient while I X, Y, Z or dot, dot, dot. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Say thank you. You're acknowledging that something has occurred you know, a brief hold, you were running late. Um, I don't know, whatever the case may be. Everything, my point is everything doesn't warrant you offering yourself up as an apology. It just doesn't, it just doesn't. So I want you to think about the ways over the last couple of weeks, if you can, the way, the, the all the times you've apologized and, and ask yourself, were all those apologies necessary? Were they warranted? Were these things where I should have sincerely apologized, like to the point where I would have given a gift or, or something along those lines? And it's not to say that you have to, but it, the point is, if you are sincerely apologetic about, like it was something that warranted it, would would you buy a gift? You know what I'm saying? So I am pretty sure that probably 75, 80% of the things you apologize for don't deserve your apology. Okay. So that's how I'm choosing to live my life. Judge your mama. If she told you to apologize for everything, don't judge me because that's just me. That's what I'm doing. So, (laughs) um, so hopefully you gained a little insight on this whole over apologizing thing like seriously we need to stop because you're limiting yourself you're limiting yourself now you're limiting your future self and you're taking away from yourself you're taking away all the wonderful things about you and you're lessening them the more you apologize for things that don't warrant it the more you lessen yourself you lessen your self-confidence you lessen your self-worth you lessen your gifts. It's not warranted. Don't lessen yourself, sis. Build yourself up. All right. So that's it for this week's episode. Actually, I have to go because my neck really hurts. Like it really hurts. I cannot move my neck to the left or to the right, up or down, because somehow I tweaked it a couple of days ago. So it really hurts. So with that said, Um, I want to say thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you got some value out of this and I just appreciate you coming back every single week. I appreciate you leaving the feedback that you leave. I see the iTunes notes. I see the ratings. I have three notes on iTunes right now and I'm very appreciative of them. Actually, let me just go ahead really quickly. I said I was going to do this. And I want to give a shout out to the three, I'm assuming they're ladies. If you're not, thank you for being so understanding. You see what I did there? You see what I did there? So I want to just quickly give a shout out to three people 
that have le left, excuse me, reviews on iTunes. So I'm pulling it up really quickly. Thank you for being so patient. Um, so the first review that I got, um, or we have here is from earth dot. What does it say? It says, Oh, excuse me. Bay dot earth mother bay dot earth mother says, um, in regards to the self-care bank episode I did maybe like a week or two ago, this one just impressed me so much. I felt like you were talking right to me. I truly needed this. And this episode is going to be a part of my self-care deposit. That is amazing. And girl, I was talking right to you. I was talking right to you. Um, got another review from GTCFVFX says, I truly look forward to listening to your podcast. Thank you so much. And then Crystal Sparkles said, this is her happy place. She says, I love this show. You help me each episode. I am supported here. And that is what it is all about. I want us to feel supported. I want us to feel and be heard. I want us to build a community around loving ourselves because we, we, we're not in an environment conducive to us loving anything about us, our hair, our skin, our butts, our boobs, our brains, our lips, like just be taking up spaces. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of taking up spaces, like we were expected to give apologies for everything. You know what I'm saying? Black people were expected to apologize for any any type of offense that a white person could have possibly thought of back in the day, right? Let's keep it real. So I want us to just be in a space that nurtures us where we can be heard. We can have these type of conversations and just lift ourselves and each other up. That's what Brown Girl self-care is all about. So with that said, I'm going to leave now I go and take some Advil for my neck, but I hope you have a blessed week. If you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe, make sure you leave a five-star review and or a comment on iTunes. I will love you forever. Have an amazing week and I will see you next Monday. Bye ladies.